Trick or treat! Ooh, what scary costumes, kitties. We've got Emma's first period, Emma and Sean's first date, and is that all of Spinner's haircuts? Wonderful, wonderful kitties. Well, I've got a very special treat for you. Enjoy this Q&A with Shane Kipple. <laughs> All right, are we ready to jump into Q&A? Yeah, let's get it popping. Badass. Shane, are you ready to be the center of attention? I'm used to it. Yeah, let's go for it. <laughs> um. Okay, so... I don't know if you know, but Spinner's hair throughout the series is kind of very iconic to the fandom. It's basically a character in and of itself um, and is often referred to as Spinner's Harrah's. And we are wondering, what was your favorite Harrah? Well, first of all, I I did know that. And uh, quick quick little story. uh, When we we were doing those Degrassi minis, those uh, little filler episodes, Mm -hmm. um, I pitched an idea that it would just be you know, a run-of-the-mill, innocuous uh, scene that, that didn't really have any point. Just conversation back and forth, but every time they cut back to me, I would have a different hairstyle. Um, <laughs> but they, they didn't go for it. So um, apparently they weren't feeling the, uh, what was it? The Harrahs? The Harrahs. They weren't they feeling were not. It as much as as the fans were, but um, well, if you wanted to capitalize on like a stand up tour right now, you could do like Shane Kibble the Harris tour. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. As long as I get to perform at Harris in Vegas along that well, tour, of course, then totally. everything would tie in together, right? Um, yeah, I so uh, much to the chagrin of everyone out there my favorite hairstyle was not the well you call it the good charlotte but i everyone else has called it the flock of seagulls uh it's oh. not that um that was my <laughs> most dreaded hairstyle oh, and damn. Uh, that that was actually the one that um they we we had free reign of uh uh, there was a question about wardrobe. We'll get into that later, but we had free reign about um, hairstyles back then, and, or like at least a lot of input. And for the guys, for the most part, it, it was simple. So yeah, just if you want to change, like when I went blonde, just clear it with us. And, and if it's okay, then yeah, we'll do it. Um, but then in the episodes leading up to that uh, hairstyle change, mm-hmm. um, I was really letting it grow. And uh, event, I think they were just like, all right, that's it for you. And this is what we're going to give you. And right. you did have yeah. that long, like, like blonde Surfer. bob. Yeah, almost like of. ringlet kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, that was a good one. I've had that I haircut. I liked it. Yeah, I like it I too. I like that one too. I like, I like it. it. I like too, long hair on a guy. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, I really did. Um, <laughs> But alas, uh, they the producers make that final call, so uh, they gave me flock of seagulls. And uh, but after that, I think um, I really did like the faux hawk, and my hair naturally does that anyway. But um, I have to say, shaving my head, um, I had never had it that close before. And what I learned is, compliments on the hair are are good, but compliments on the shape of your head. Oh, that that's supreme. To, oh, yeah. 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 That's, Man. that's, some, that's some, genetic. I, that's bone oh, yeah. structure, right? That's something yeah. you can't change. Like, I know I would be absolutely petrifying with a bald head and I'm not doing that. <laughs> Don't <laughs> knock it. Change it with a hammer. I have like a ledge, though. <laughs> <laughs> it like falls off. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, the bank, yeah. 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 It's just like a ledge. <laughs> it's not cute. I need a, as much hair back there as possible. <laughs> I was more worried about, um, birthmarks or or some some weird like a a scar that my parents never told me like how badly i fell or they dropped me when i was a kid the uh, evidence yes uh but there there was nothing of the like and i i got out of there like the difference between the reaction when my cast and everyone else saw me from like shaved head versus the flock of seagulls where everyone was like nice like, it's not nice <laughs> I hate this hair. <laughs> yes, everything about it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's funny. That's hilarious. Yeah. 
I mean, and I, I don't know if I knew that. I feel, I mean, I feel like I wouldn't have predicted that. So that's definitely a good tidbit to know that you were like taken to your execution <laughs> on, on with this hairstyle that I love so much. So it's going to be, yeah, rethink I, it, you know, it's, they didn't what do is, it. So I was just going to say they, they didn't do it as a punishment. Uh, they were, we had a new, we had a new hairstylist and she, uh, she worked on a show. I, I feel bad because like, I really did like her, but I've, I've talked so much shit about this haircut. Uh, she, she was on a, a show called Queer as Folk. Um, and definitely. if you, and if you see, yeah, definitely. And if you, uh, <laughs> if you look at, uh, the season four, the grassy poster, Mm-hmm. All of us had that, like, that very metrosexual, very, very stylish city look. And uh, that, that was her. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. No, for, what, okay. for what it's worth, the, the, the good time. Charlotte hair as the I'm choice old. for the pasta yeah. is less about it being a favorite and more about, like, when you're making people out of pasta, you have to pick something Iconic. that makes it clear who you're doing. Yeah. Um, and okay. the good Charlotte hair is a very iconic spinner cut. Yeah, I would. I would think so. Yeah, that that or a mohawk. But yeah. And I yeah. just got your uh, your emails here. Podcast layers and awesome. shit. I like it. Uh, oh, very. Oh yeah. I like it. <laughs> Our pasta selves. Uh, yes. Oh, this is cool. Who's uh, who's in the toque? Oh, That's Dylan. That's Dylan. Okay. Okay. Yes. Nice. Nice. Very cool. I'm. I can't wait to be part of that uh, that pasta family. It's well, good. Part Lisa. of the lore. Welcome yeah. to the family. We're happy to the pasta lore. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the deep lore about pasta. Um, <laughs> your mom's podcast rewatch podcast. Yeah, like where you have to learn about. Uh, it's kind of like the uh, the Masons, where now that you're in the family, you start learning about how deep the the pasta yeah. influence is in the world. It's, yeah. You're gonna be really shocked, um, but you're on the right side of it now, so it's gonna okay, be okay. Good. good, good, good. As long as I get my ring and that little like thing I could put on the on the bumper of my car, I'm I'm good to go. Perfect. Yeah. Damn it! Now I have to make a bumper sticker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're just getting you're no just pressure getting ideas, so many ideas. Uh, um, so did uh, any lessons that Spinner learned serve you in your real life, and how did your time on Degrassi like influence your life? Um, so I wouldn't say that um, anything that Spinner did um, on the show had it, it was kind of actually, no, let me rephrase. Um, I learned through playing Spinner of all the things to try to avoid. Uh, like all the pitfalls of, of like hasty decision making and not thinking things through, um, and also about lying about um, you know basically everything significant in your life that could just blow up in your face at any moment. Um, it was it was fun because he was he was sort of like a an avatar that I could put out into the world first to like test things that I was unsure about, and then. Nice completely go the opposite way if um our, our roads you know uh if if my life ever intersected with some of those storylines um but yeah uh growing up uh, the the second part was uh like essentially what was growing up like what kind of impacted <laughs> yeah how did your time on degrassi influence your life these are two pronged questions yes <laughs> no i got it um <laughs> So it's uh, it's funny because lo- looking back on it, it was it was such an amazing time, but it's also uh, the only life I know, right? So I um, going through going through school. Um, some of the other cast members went to uh, art schools that were um, used to accommodating students that would be um, you know on sets or playing sports or whatever else, and. Uh, splitting their time between school and and that, um, mm-hmm. I went to a normal high school, so it was all, it was all very new to them. Um, but it, um, I don't know. It was, I was in school uh, for half of the uh, the year and my days off, um, uh, days off from work, and then uh, 
the days that I was at work, we before we were um, 18 years old, we had to we had mandatory um, tutoring time that we had to do on set. It was like uh, they had uh, two tutors that between the two of them uh, knew enough about every subject that they could kind of uh, head up an entire classroom of, of that motley crew of us. Um, and yeah, it was just, uh, I mean, everyone wants to be the, I don't know about everybody, but like the, everyone has uh, at some point the fantasy about being the most popular kid in school. Uh, but it's usually from like stuff that you do in the school, um, like you know, sports or whatever else. I was like, by default, even though I was there half the time, like the, if not the most popular kid, like one of the most, everyone, everyone knew me. And, uh, it's, I got extra sway with, uh, with teachers. Um, it was great with girls, still great with girls. Um, it's just, it, it was, it felt, I knew it wasn't normal, but it became normal. Um, and now looking back on it, I could see how, very unique and abnormal and like blessed and also like there, there are always some downsides to this kind of thing as well so um but right. it um it permeated every aspect of of my life like i in, in some ways i was overdeveloped because i was i was uh, i was working when i was 15 i was i was making good money i was working around adults and um and then like had the respect of adults or at least the apparent uh, respect of adults. So like you're overdeveloped in, in that sense of like, and you also think that you're kind of ahead of the game, ahead of the curve. And then in other ways you miss out on a, uh, just a normal childhood um, for all the, the pros and cons of what that ends up being. So it's, uh, but as I said, it's the only life I know. So this is, yeah. this is where it's come to. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess that kind of leads into the next question, which is just like, what did you take away from being on the show for so long? I looked it up. You were on the show for 189 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> so like, how did that, like you saw the show from the beginning to what it like, you know, kind of hoped to be and toward the end where I think it, you know, the quality declines a little bit. Like, how did you feel just overall, like being a part of it for so long? Um, it, it was an incredible thing. Uh, when I auditioned for the show, I, I had only been, um, active as an actor or like not even active as an actor, but, uh, professionally represented for six months before my first audition. And Degrassi was my, my third audition um third third audition in three weeks so my first ever audition was two weeks before that and uh and i i got that and it changed the course of everything um and i was so excited for the audition because uh i i knew about the original degrassi and i used to watch mm -hmm. it uh not not religiously but i watched mm -hmm. so just the idea of auditioning for something I already knew was, was a, a huge right. rush. And then, uh, yeah, like the, the first season, um, you get in there and you're like, there's just so much going on. You, you understand like how many moving parts there are, mm -hmm. uh, to film and you're, you're just focused on remembering your lines and like, you don't even under really understand what you're a part of yet. And then you, you have, uh, the season goes by and then you're you're waiting uh, with bated breath to, to hear if you're picked up again and um, for season two and then we heard that we were and they um, they ordered more episodes but that that was like three or four months after the, the hiatus had begun um, so and, and they were so excited to go back for season two but by like season three or four we were already like we knew we were gonna get renewed. Um, we, we, yeah. and not, not like in, in an egotistical oh, way, but we just got just, so yeah. used to it that yeah. we used to have to wait months to hear from the time that we wrapped. And then we were hearing, we were getting announcements at our rap party. Yeah. Yeah. We wow. got, yeah, we we're, we're on for the next two seasons. Okay. Great. Great. Wow. Great. Great. And then, um, um, and it started 
getting bigger and bigger and I was getting recognized more and more and more. Um, and we started doing the, uh, the U.S. mall tours, which um, at the time I thought was like they were so much fun. But I, I was just the idea of a mall tour just sounded like like this kind of sounds like like cheap, like a, like a throwaway of what, <laughs> what they would do. Like, well, well is it cause we're a Canadian cast, but then later on and not even too long ago, I, I found out that this is, this is what they do with it. Like Britney Spears was doing. Oh, totally. Tiffany, yeah. Tiffany, Tiffany literally Tiffany made like her career in mall tour. Tour. Yeah, like yeah. It, It's such a huge thing. I didn't know. Yeah, that, I had no idea. I just, I just thought it was up, but I remember that, that was when it really dawned on me how, uh, big things were becoming because I went to uh, Alpharetta um, in, um, in, sorry. Wow. Um, wow. What's the capital of Georgia? Why am I? <laughs> um, Augusta? Augusta. Atlanta. Atlanta. Oh, sorry. Is Atlanta not even? It's but Augusta, yes, Atlanta. Georgia. Sorry. <laughs> Bestie, we don't, we so don't I... know geography. Yeah. Oh, okay. Charlie and right. I were, you went to like, Degrassi Tudor School. Charlie and I actually went to a cult for a lot of school. Um, One of those like hippie schools, except actually it was a cult. Um, So we don't know geography. I've seen that documentary. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Right. There's actually a Rolling Stone article coming out. Okay. Um, Yeah. So Alpharetta, I think is a suburb of, of Atlanta. Thank you for the help there. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I I went with uh, Jake Goldsby with uh, Toby and this was, this Mm -hmm. was my first mall tour. And uh, remember, they walked us in the back like they uh, we, we got to the to the mall and they walked us in the security entrance and we're sitting there uh, talk like in the security office. And they're like, OK, you ready to uh, go out to the floor? Uh, there are a lot of people out there like and we're thinking like, OK, yeah, maybe like 100 people. And we they open it up and we don't see anyone yet. And then we round a corner and we see this massive line and the people closest to us saw us and they started screaming and then the whole line erupted and then they walked us over to where the signing uh, table was and it was in this like little atrium area so we get there we really see how many people are in this line and then there's also like the whole balcony is filled up as well and the security told us yeah this line goes through the mall and it goes around outside the mall as well and we start mm-hmm. talking to to fans and like, yeah, we uh we drove ten hours and we've been waiting in line for eight. I'm like, what what yeah. is going on here? And you're like sixteen years old, seventeen years old. You're like, what's this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's that's really when we uh we understood what the show was becoming. But it's still like because the cast was so big, none of us were treated as uh as stars and they wanted it that way to to not let anyone have like an ego above anybody else and Mm -hmm. the um because we were working uh in this in this privately owned studio with like there were a lot of uh crew members that were there on my first day and were there after my last day so we were just like we were in that bubble there it didn't feel like we were big and famous but then when we would go out especially when we would go out together and like Mm -hmm. if i was with you know, Aubrey Drake or anyone else. And they're freaking out uh, over him and people are freaking out over me. And I'm just like, this is fucking Aubrey. Like, you know, I, <laughs> I, I share, I've shared a room with this guy for, for three years. Do you want to know some secrets about him? Like I, I, it just, it, it, it was, it was yeah. very, it was oh. a lot to process and it takes some adjusting um, to start living publicly like that. But uh, also mm-hmm. like, I'm not, I'm not just trying to, Say the downside. It was also a lot of fun. It was a, it yeah. was a great roller coaster ride. Yeah. I want to know some secrets about Aubrey. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are recording, right? Sorry, yeah. brother. You shouldn't have slighted me like that. No. Okay. So, for 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 listeners, Shane just lit up like a Christmas tree. Oh, had the opportunity Charlie. to talk shit. He did, or I just. No, was. I'll save the shit for. Oh, we can go off day. off camera later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> Don't have, keep it off the record. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. There is no such thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It is kind of true. Oh, fuck. Um, I guess it's me. It is you. Uh, 
what uh what are your favorite aspects of spinner's personality or his character arcs um i i really liked how spinner is very different from me spinner was uh always the guy that would uh, like just think with his fists first and i always i always wanted to be that kind of guy not not like i i want to get in fights all the time but I kind of want to to know what it would feel like to just be able to like sit someone down with a look. Uh, I can't do that. I smile too much. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Away. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like when I in that episode where I caught uh, Scott's uh, fist when he punched it. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's very far away from uh, my actual real life abilities. But uh, yeah, no, it was it was fun to to play someone that like wore his emotions on his on his sleeve, and he was still like he was so hot and cold. He would get so angry, and then he was he was a lover and a fighter, um, and was somehow like through all of the shit still somehow came out on the other end relatively un- unscathed so it was uh it was it was fun uh, favorite storylines obviously like the cancer storyline was uh took a lot um that that was the one where I, I was really able to uh do a lot of research and then obviously shaving shaving my head on camera um which was you know an interesting thing to do it's uh, a powerful like, scene it is such a powerful you. scene I actually save that song that plays during this, uh, it's a great to, song. to a friend to a friend yes. by alexis on fire yeah yes um, i love that and song. <laughs> alexis on fire was a band that i was absolutely obsessed with that, at that point so then when i oh, saw cool. the cut and um and saw that 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 was the song they used it just added uh, oh so more. that was a completely a song that they so kudos to them for yeah. choosing yeah they had they, no idea they, they had, had no, no idea. idea oh wow yeah, yeah yeah it is one i mean you know i have a couple songs from the show on my personal playlist but that's probably the one where i'm like oh i'm gonna throw this on whenever and it might not yeah. be the right time for it but it's such a good cut there's always a good time for alexis on fire uh <laughs> but um yeah so i i love that storyline i also i loved uh the uh the drive storyline the uh, pages rape trial uh episode um i really liked obviously Degrassi takes Manhattan because it was all spinner all the time. And, uh, <laughs> you were the focal point. <laughs> I was, I you was. Were, you were in the prestige of such icons like Jason Voorhees and the Muppets. <laughs> That's right. That's <laughs> right. It was. Um, now I didn't, I didn't get to, I, I play a very small role in uh, Degrassi goes Hollywood uh, the season yeah. before uh, mm-hmm. where I was very jealous that I, like I had to stay and watch the dot, so Jay got to go and be the drummer. <laughs> Still bitter about that, apparently. But uh, yeah, and they got to uh, meet Pete Wentz and uh, and I think Vivica Fox and and a couple other yeah. Dan people. Yes, uh, yeah, it wasn't Dan, as big of a deal. Yeah, that. he wasn't. But, but it's still so cool. That he yeah, was on yeah. Him. Before uh, Degrassi did it first, and his yeah. husband robbed you at gunpoint one time. Not his real. Uh, life, oh yes, Noah a husband Reed. in yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Noah Reed, Noah Reed, yes. Uh, no, he, well, his husband. Let's let's clarify. His husband robbed the dot. His husband shot me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, the the funny thing about Dan Levy is, um, I. I met him. I met him a couple times. I didn't actually see him uh, when he was on set, but um, he got me on Hot Ones when he did uh, a Hot Ones episode. I didn't realize no, like, he didn't. He didn't get that. me. Oh, like he got. He mentioned Degrassi, and then they showed pictures, much oh, like he did, Drake. Yes, I did see that one. Much like Drake got me on Jimmy Fallon, the same sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll take a picture over not being on the show at all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every time. Yeah. <laughs> it still, like, reminded people that it actually was one of the reasons I rewatched Degrassi because I was like, I don't remember Degrassi Goes Hollywood at all. 
you mentally blocked uh, it out, Caroline. Because I wasn't in it. I know. I might have stopped watching the by then, like the first time around. Once I hit like twenty three, I was like, I'm too old to be watching, like these new kids. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know. Yeah, would, I would still watch like MS a people. marathon, yeah. but I didn't. You know, when it got to like boiling point. So, what? what were your favorite and least favorite spinner relationships? And if you could have paired spinner with anybody, who would it have been? Favorite relationship was definitely Jane. Um, okay. Cause uh, Paula Brancali and I just got along so well. We, we had so much fun together. So yeah. um, sort of sad that she, uh, that it didn't go that way, but you know, <laughs> Canon Degra- sucks. <laughs> yeah. The but uh, sucks. Degrassi uh, is all about like, everyone has to get caught for absolutely everything that they do. So there was no way she was going to get away with cheating <laughs> on yours truly uh, without there being some serious ramifications. Um, right. But uh, the one that I wish uh, got a little bit more time to breathe and it's not the spinner and Terry thing. Cause everyone always asks about that, but it's uh spinner and Manny. I did uh, your, they, ah, I kind of thought you might say that spinner <laughs> and Manny. When you said just before you uh, said, Oh, I, they didn't get a chance to breathe because they are literally together for about three seconds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that was, uh, that was in the period where, uh, Jimmy was recovering from the gunshot and they didn't know Spinner's involvement yet. Mm-hmm. And then she she left him when, when that happened. But I don't really... It's been a really long time since I've uh, seen any episodes from that season, but I, I don't even know if he really... They, they were more a relationship that was spoken about um, later on more than anything that was actually seen on camera. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, Cassie, Cassie was uh, was, and I guess you could still say is like a a great friend of mine and, and a cool girl. So um, yeah, it would it would have been fun to uh, have a little bit more on on screen time with her. But mm-hmm. uh, that being said, um, her and uh, uh, Michael Bell, like so, Manny and Jay, the way yeah. that they were together, they I got to film so many scenes with them, especially in Degrassi Takes Manhattan, and mm-hmm. they are just so funny together on camera yeah. so they make they're it really, yeah they're, okay. they're really yeah. polarizing i feel like within the fandom but i personally love them. i love them i, I think do. they bring out i the think best their chemistry it takes some time yes. but yeah very much so yeah 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 so those yeah that's my that's my answer sticking with it <laughs> i love that answer um Okay, so could you please share with us some of your favorite songs circa 2001 to 2003 when the first two seasons of the show were airing? Sure. Um, Adam's Song by Blink-182. Blue and Yellow and uh, um, Buried Myself Alive by The Used. Um had a couple more oh ocean avenue by yellow card yeah um actually ocean avenue might have been slightly i think that's in that in that range range. um anything else coming to mind i know those were in my like my heavy punk rock days um i think i think that that would cover like the the broad strokes of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Now I have, I always like hearing people's playlists. So now I can listen to this and get those songs to add to my playlist. Do you, do you know the used? Do you know, have you heard I of the used? I don't. I no? have not. They were, um, I actually just saw them uh, a couple days ago in, in Buffalo. Um, I Who would have thought that this would be an emo band that had a, 23 year career but um <laughs> he Bert uh the lead singer was dating uh Kelly Osbourne for a period of time around okay. that time um so yeah and I also like just fun fact about that uh I was obsessed with the used uh I was obsessed with blink that was around the time where I started getting really serious about drumming and uh there were two artists uh in the world that I would have wanted to meet more than anybody else that year and that would have been Bert 
lead singer, Travis Barker. And mm-hmm. it just happened, happenstance really, uh, mm-hmm. that I met them both that year. Oh, wow. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> just uh, yeah, weird, weird stories surrounding them. Uh, if we have time later on, I can tell you the Travis Barker story because I was, it's pretty funny. But yeah, the, the Burt one I can't tell on camera. <laughs> we have endless time we do okay. we have so we have all the time you have yeah this is this is my monday <laughs> it all led uh, up to this <laughs> um, can you give me like five more songs this isn't a great playlist so far oh the shit just made on spotify <laughs> okay um, I'm, I'm kidding dude <laughs> No. no. Oh yeah. I'm joking. You. Shay, it's hilarious. You're like, wait, no, shit. Do I, have to... I, I no, could. It's okay. I could. Spinners faves 2001 to 2003. Adam song. Oh, sorry, sorry. Navigate. I did forget a key. I did forget a key one. Uh, now that we're joking about, it. uh, wish you were here by Incubus. Incubus was really big for me back then. Oh, they still okay. are now, but yeah. Yeah. I know some. Okay. Incubus. Very Is that all right? What's going on? Yeah, cool. Perfect. <laughs> Man, are you, are you keeping record playlist. of this, Charlie? You're, you're, yeah, I made he's a making a Spotify playlist. Don't just, all right, cool. So I don't even have to like listen to this recording to get that. No, nope. that- Charlie's <laughs> got you covered. Share it with me. Yeah, hey, I like yes, it. I, I like love it. it. Beautiful. Um, as soon as he started listing songs, I was like, got to Got to get it. Got to yeah, get it. Nice. You're on it. This is on it. On it. Producing. Yeah. That's what. Uh, yeah. You know? yeah. 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 <laughs> That's why I'm not uh, talking. It's definitely not that I haven't seen most of this. This man is in the control room in his element, and there you go. Yeah. We get the benefits. <laughs> <laughs> what sort of input did you have on your character? And in an extension of that, Degor. Degrassi lore has told us that you guys were allowed to choose your own wardrobe. Is that true? Um, so input for the character, as in like character arcs and character like arcs, or you know, like were you ever? Did you have opportunities to be like, I don't feel like this is what I would say here. You know, do they yeah. consider your relationship yeah. and your understanding of Spinner? Um, they, yeah, so you have, um, when you're heavily featured in an episode, you have a, a read through of the script. Like, so the, the cast, uh, that, you know, main supporting cast in those episodes, um, you sit around, uh, with all the producers and the writers and the director, um, and you read through it the first time. And then, uh, they ask you for your feedback on the, on the dialogue and on the storyline or whatever else. Um, so I don't think you can really choose you can, I mean, I'll, I'll put it to you this way. Uh, when uh, Degrassi takes Manhattan uh, came out and they're like, yeah, Spinner marries Emma. And we read that line and everyone's head kind of perks up and we all look at each other. And like, okay. And then we asked them uh, after we were done reading that episode, like, so, um, really? Uh, because they, you know, have never really been on... They might have had two or three scenes together in all nine seasons leading up to here, and no chem- like no sexual chemistry or anything, and uh, th- <laughs> and their way of justifying that was well, she's been through a lot, he's been through a lot. Sometimes in times like that, you start looking at the people around you in in a new light, and you might realize that everything you wanted was right in front of you. You're like, okay, if that's how you want to justify it, we're still gonna. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's, I I mean, we can give input and that's usually how it comes back because those, those, they, those writers, their job is so difficult. Like if you're writing uh, a film, you, you have a lot more leeway because a a lot of the time the, the person who writes, uh, is the person who directs, but either way, it's, it's usually one person when you, when you have a team of writers, on a show that then has to clear with the producers and then mm-hmm. the network, they sometimes they fight for every, not just um, line, they fight for like words in those lines. So when you, we just come in after it's like, yeah, I didn't really like how I say this. They're like, well, go fuck yourself. Cause <laughs> this was, this was eight sleepless nights and time away from my kids. So you're oh going to say gosh. it and you're going to like it. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. That's- um, 
Oh, to yeah, be in a profession um, where you can tell children to go fuck themselves. Yeah, no, they, they didn't actually say that, but the, <laughs> their eyes did. Um, <laughs> but, really on the TV and daycare. Yeah. Right? Um, yep. Yeah. But um, uh, what's it called? Um, so with the, the wardrobe, uh, that's actually a good question. I can't – I know – they would call us in for uh, like a general wardrobe fitting at the beginning of a season. Um, but I don't remember them ever. Maybe other characters were different, but, um, or other actors were different, but I don't think they ever said like, Hey, pick all the stuff you like. And uh, that's what uh, we'll use. It was mm-hmm. more like uh, you go in to a change room and they have like, you know, 10 different, outfits for you uh mm-hmm. for like you know yeah your your shorts and, and tank top your your jeans and sweater well whatever um uh, like a suit something something for every occasion that you might uh find yourself in throughout the season mm-hmm. and they'll be and they're like okay try this on okay great yeah, yeah okay we'll take some pictures okay um no don't like that one as much okay we'll return that one and uh, yeah so uh, at least with me it was, it was more just like show up uh, try on, try on the stuff. And I mean, like the the style for Spinner was pretty basic. So maybe with the girls, I I feel like it might have been something more where uh, the girls, depending on how um, how comfortable they were with showing skin, especially at younger ages, that uh, the girls would have had more input into like what they were comfortable with and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't think they really had to clear much of that with me. No. <laughs> yeah. They're like whatever. Where would where yeah. would we tell you to? I've actually exactly. our- as long as my. <laughs> I've noticed Sorry, no, go ahead, too. Go. Spinner's actually one of the like better dressed of the guys. Um, like one of the episodes that we just watched is uh, Weird Science, and you're wearing that like Andre the Giant shirt. That's like super cool. <laughs> oh, it's so, it's I um, dope. well, it's it's really. It's the the body that wears the clothes. It's not the other way around. Right? So, no, no. Uh, um, yeah, I I don't think. Uh, thank you very much because I don't think anyone has ever said that uh, Spinner seemed to be more well dressed than anybody else. So I, I appreciate the. Uh, We've been at least in close season attention. two, we had it unlocked. Yeah, yeah we talked about one, fashion it was just, every episode. We do. Yeah. It's like on season one, they like addressed you and. Um, and Aubrey as like Bobsy twins in fleece. You guys Ugh. just were <laughs> and, matching and like track track suits when you break. <laughs> Kudos to you, by the way, for like ninja statusing into that school in swishy With pins. No swish, like, like swish, swish, swish. Yeah, it, it, it. You get like different identities in season two, so you don't dress the same now. And right. It you look more like <laughs> Spinner versus Jimmy Sidekick. <laughs> yeah. Well, season uh, the funny thing I'm I'm actually gonna have to go and grab my power cord soon because I this yeah. is an old battery and it dies quick. Um, mm-hmm. season uh, season one Spinner was like a, a lot more one dimensional, and I mm-hmm. I'm not sure exactly what plans um what long term vision they had for spinner what i do know for sure because i heard about this later is um on my own i um i decided to uh take uh my own health and physique into uh it you know to take the power back if, if you will and uh and i i lost um in the off season i lost uh like 20 something like 25 pounds and then throughout the season i lost like another uh, another 20 and they rewrote their vision uh, or they adapted their vision for spinner because he was supposed to be like this you know spiky haired chain wearing bully Mm -hmm. and then suddenly i didn't look that way anymore which ended up being a great thing for spinner in hindsight um Mm -hmm. because uh, then he just kind of became the heartthrob and the one that got all the girls but uh i found out (laughs) later on uh that uh they were considering writing me off the show because i screwed with the uh with their vision 
uh, wow. indirectly, Indirect. uh, but <laughs> just taking yeah, your yeah, health yeah. into your into concern. Wow. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, let's let's be honest. Like uh, back in those days, it, it was like I want I want to look better. The health was oh, totally. Uh, was, uh, uh, you yeah. know, this that hindsight is twenty twenty. Like you did a exactly, good thing for exactly. your health, but and, it was like, for the most self conscious. Exactly. <laughs> suddenly seeing yourself on TV too. On TV, that's yeah. crazy yeah. to see that in yeah. playback. Like, there are no files from when I'm 13 that, like, move, basically. Yeah. Like, there's no and, video of me out there. <laughs> and this is what I tell people a lot of the time. They're like, well, they're like, do you ever go back and watch those early episodes? I said, absolutely not. And they, um, and I, I'm not even talking about, uh, the, like, season one where I'm bigger. I'm, like, any of the, anything before I start to look more, like, what like I ended up looking now. like. <laughs> right. Yeah, like I, I would say I, I won't touch anything before season six, but even that's like <laughs> yeah. early. Because uh, yeah. I mean, season six, Fair. I was I was still, I was 21. So um, season one, I was 15. And I, it's a living, breathing high school yearbook mm-hmm. um, where not only uh, like, are you posing for pictures like you would in a yearbook? And, you know, you could pose for a picture and then you're like, ah, that's what. But, like, you're seeing yourself from every different angle. Yep. Bending over and <laughs> doing, doing this and wearing things that are too too tight. Or, like, you're, you're just so immersed in every angle of your body um, yeah. that, yeah, you. And in, in those early seasons as well, or in, in season one, this is... Uh, Maybe I shouldn't be saying this, but I'll say it anyway. Um, there is uh, there was a website uh, that uh, Degrassi had, like the the official Degrassi website, and mm-hmm. there was a a chat form, like a message board on it, and the cast used to sit up there and like read through it, like who's the hottest guy on Degrassi, who's the mm-hmm. hottest girl on Degrassi, and then like see all these you know all the answers, and I remember distinctly like I. I was not number one by far, but a lot of a lot of people were saying like spinner, spinner's the hot. and I'm like, but if I look like this now, <laughs> if I change this, how many more of these people would I get? So like to to be in in my child mind at that point, um, that's that's where I think the idea first uh, came into mind. I'm like, yeah, maybe I should start working out and losing some weight. Yeah. Uh, with with that and the episode we're not even in yet. Um, right. We're just having so much fun. It's fine. No. It's, yeah, it's a is, good time. Thank you so uh, much. Shane. This is wonderful. Yes, we appreciate it. Shane, I have a really deep cutting question for I'm so sorry. Oh. I cut off your thank you. Please. No, please, no. Please. <laughs> so, no we need so, a clean thank you. continue to thank us. <laughs> yes. No, I, I was going to say uh, thank you for also being uh, accommodating with my schedule and and this is this is a lot of fun and uh Yay. and luckily it's a, a nice night outside so i'm not i'm in shorts right now so i'm not freezing my, <laughs> Hell yeah. uh, oh it's the house. one week of summer in canada that's ideal we had ours a couple yeah, of weeks yeah pretty, pretty much pretty much <laughs> <laughs> this is right, actually Charlie... a horrible summer uh, anyway we yeah, deep, deep cuts deep cuts for uh-huh. uh my my new best friend shane kipple hey. gavin <laughs> reginald mason spinner <laughs> If you could have played any other character, who would you want to play and why? This is not a deep cut. Um, <laughs> didn't, he lead, didn't he lead it up to something? You were really expecting something, weren't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. This is... Uh, I'm, I'm a little disappointed now. Um, I, I was uh, I was ready to get into all my feels. Um, I'll throw I, you I, a hardball. <laughs> I, I welcome it. Bring it up. Um so uh, I, I would, I think everyone, uh, every guy on the show, um, if they could have played a different character, would have played Toby. No, no, I'm kidding. Um, I would, <laughs> uh, He's precious, and we, we love Toby on this show. Uh, would, uh, and Jake is Jake is such a gem, anyway. Uh, but I would have played uh, Craig because Craig uh, got uh-huh. the craziest storylines and they they also just in passing made him you know hung as well and and a rock star and and you almost you 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 forget about the uh the manic depression no no you don't you don't and it was very serious but like no they he 
he he got he got these these amazing because Jake is just like a the such a talented actor and he he won a he won a Gemini um, when he was uh, our you know Canadian Emmys mm-hmm. uh, he won when he was sixteen years old for uh, the storyline with his with his dad uh, beating him yeah um, so he is just like a, a, a wild talent right from the beginning um and i'm i'm very he's such a great guy too but yeah because they knew uh that they could throw jake anything and he would make it amazing they they gave him some of the some of the hardest uh emotional uh material to tackle and and he did it so yeah i think if i was able to if i could do it as well or even 80 percent as well as jake did i i would like to would have tried my hand at craig yeah I think you could have played everyone on the show, frankly. I yeah, at no. once. I think that's a little excessive. But honestly, doing this rewatch, I've actually been really impressed with your acting. Because um, I'm watching Degrassi through a completely different lens now, and like already right. in season True. two, we're seeing you grow, and you really do. Spinner gets, you know, not Craig level storylines, but you get some pretty heavy hitting stuff, some and pretty you good do it really well. We're actually watching out of um, chronological order, so we are sh- uh, recording this, you know, season three episode um, covering these two episodes. But we have also gone beyond and done Paige's storyline. So okay. you know the 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 role that you play in that storyline is definitely very powerful. Like I will say, the scene where she smacks you, beautiful. That was beautiful acting. <laughs> no, like, and I mean, I have to laugh about it because, <laughs> like, yeah. the, the the look on your face is very much like, you know, you're bewildered, but it's like such good response. Like, I would have believed that she actually smacked you. She did. Um, she did. Oh, nice. Yeah. No, I I told her to. Uh, oh wow. <laughs> she and she didn't want to, and uh, the first couple times uh, she kind of she she didn't give it everything but mm-hmm. uh we we've talked about this on a couple panels uh that um i didn't even know this until she drew my attention to it but she uh mm-hmm. the the take that they actually used where she did slap me full out mm-hmm. um and she's weak it didn't even hurt um <laughs> <laughs> she Boy, uh shots fired. fired yeah i know <laughs> boom um but she uh she gives like this guttural scream or like this like it wasn't a scream but it was like a yeah like, uh, why not everyone else does She's like, oh! and um and yeah she she gave me a good one she gave me a good one over there so uh thank you uh if you think that the acting really sold it but there wasn't much to sell because that, that was a real yeah okay if that's what you're basing uh my no, acting ability on i no. i hate to burst the bubble I, for you no, but. caroline was not for me that was yeah. just a standout moment that was just like that was really visceral and real well it's good to know it was real yeah yeah, yeah it was real yeah nice yeah. You're, you're committed <laughs> yes i mean for something like a, a slap sure for you know a punch in the face i'd rather not you didn't know a reed didn't actually shoot you right Noah Reed, funny thing, did not actually shoot me, and I'm I'm glad you asked. Um, <laughs> you have to settle this. This has been a long since. Yes, right. Like, yes. how and method I, you are see, you? There is no bullet hole here, oh no scar, oh and a full full use of this shoulder. Yeah. So, no, no, he did not shoot me. Though, though, when I was a kid, I was such a fan of action movies that I. I had this really weird fantasy of like I want to feel like what it's like to get shot in like the arm or or the leg somewhere meaty, but like you know watching Schwarzenegger and Stallone and all these people getting shot constantly and limping along and oh continuing to fight. I'm like, yeah, I'm glad I'm glad it didn't happen. But uh, that once again, the kid in me, yeah. Gotta... A mortal wound is but a is but a whisper. Oh my gosh. <laughs> sure, in yeah. service of plot. In service of plot. There um, it is. Okay, so I think, is this the last one or are you going to still ask your next one? Um, I think we can ditch the next one. But I think, I yeah, settle so. okay. a debate for us. Yeah, so this, uh, is, a, this is a hotly contested, um, you know, ultimatum here. So Dust or Mr. Nice Guy for best song? So I'm going to be completely honest. 
I don't remember either one of those. <laughs> oh my god, those but, are two yeah, of the best Rossi <laughs> songs. We did, were they? I prepared for you not knowing something, not remembering okay. some things. I don't know if I'm prepared for you not yeah. remembering. So, so I saw this on the Q and A, and I'm like, hmm. Well, we'll just go with it. Um, but <laughs> so were those? Those were like battle were of they the that's the battle songs, of the or? no, that's downtown Sasquatch and Hell Hath No Fury oh, yeah, in the right. battle of the bands yeah, episode. These right. are deep. These are OG cuts. These are the OG no. bands. So yeah, yeah. So um, it was Mr. Nice Guy. Uh, the Hell Hath song to Craig. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. Mr. Nice oh, Guy. Yeah. Um. And then Dust is literally just the Craig show. Um. Yeah. <laughs> He comes in last minute Craig with a song. Like, to everything like I day. touch just turns to dust. Turns to dust. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, it's a little depressing. So let's. Uh, <laughs> I like I like anger over sadness. There's more energy with anger, as I learned very well with my last breakup. So um, I'll go with I'll go with uh, Mr. Nice Guy over dust. Yeah. So okay. Awesome. So since you don't really yeah. remember those two, do you have like a favorite Degrassi song? Is it a stewed song? Is it House Arrest? <laughs> Please House don't Arrest be House good. Arrest. <laughs> House Arrest was all right. Uh, we actually uh, with one of our rap parties um, because uh, a bunch of us were playing music. We, we were actually most of us in that band were playing music offset together. So. At one of our rap parties, uh, we prepared a, a little present for, or we thought it was a present. Maybe they did it, but uh, we we played all of our our songs, our hits, you know, um, live at the uh, at the rap party. But I think uh, I did like House Arrest, um, but it's catchy. Um, I I like it's Great Escape fun. too. Uh, okay, that's a good There's one. There's the cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah and that, that plays that plays right into um, you know the Spinner show, and because it's part of um, Degrassi takes Manhattan, and it's mm-hmm. the opening scene, and I'm playing drums in it. Yeah. I like it; it's my favorite. That's true. I don't know why I didn't think it would be a stewed song because you literally played the, you know, you were literally a part of that band in more ways than you were part of uh, Downtown Sasquatch. I mean, Downtown Sasquatch, only Sasquatch really had was a moment, song. though. It was a moment, but, but yeah, but I think they had the one song. Part plus of it was your like posing, rap, which should yes. have been the end yeah, of Drake's career. The rap and, that you guys and do and, mine. and yours. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the amount of times uh, that so I'm I'm on the cameo app, and the amount of people that request. Uh, well, obviously, you know I'm on cameo because yeah, we do. Yeah, we know firsthand. Um, but um, it was uh, like the amount of people that asked me to do that rap and I oh do it. Oh my gosh. I do it, but I always put in a disclaimer just, just for fun, like to go, you know, uh, over mm-hmm. the top with it. But I was like, by the way, I, I in no way expect any woman to have to make anyone's lunch. It should be her prerogative if she <laughs> wants to do it. She does also need that. She does not need to shut up. She can do whatever she wants. And like, I, I just go on this whole thing at the end, oh uh, which is, is all true. But like, uh, that's, that's the kind of thing. If I wasn't in that with Drake, that, that could probably cause problems for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. 